Yo, what is up? Shut and up! And listen, we are back. Like I never left. We got Johnny in the cut. You know what it do, baby. We have our special guest, James Duvac, our producer. Hey. Duval. <laughs> Duval County. Duval, imagine being a Philly fan. <laughs> Why you gotta... And I'm your host, Danny to the G. Damn, wow, what? There's a, a lot of energy. Danny to the G. There's a lot of energy. Danny to the G, yeah, that is energy. There's a lot of energy. <laughs> Strong energy. It's a Wednesday. It's midweek. It's a lot of hoopla. We got a hoopla. We got a Halloween party on Friday. I'm pumped we up. Do. We're almost there. My vacation starts in two weeks. I'm what are you pumped gonna be? up for that. I am going to be Scott Hall from NWO and WCW. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got a garbage one. That's right. What do you mean? Yeah, psych. I don't know. I got a revolution. Dude, already started his costume. What is that, Eminem? No, stop. <laughs> That's, uh, I just studied at the library. Oh my God. <laughs> I just studied at the library, but I still got to go to the party afterwards with the Air Force One. Look at this guy. Yes. Academic curriculum. At, I least his Air Force, at least his ones are clean. That's what matters the most. Yeah, he just wiped them before he got here. Uh, they, they clean, though. But they, they clean, clean, though. Johnny's dressed like he's scouting college talent. I am. Going over where you at. Ah, we're going to start off quick. Championship vibes last night. The Los Angeles Dodgers are your 2020 World Series champions. The city of L.A. putting on for MVP Kobe. MVP Corey Seager. And my personal favorite, Mookie Betts. Oh, I Lead saw. The charge. I see he's your personal favorite. These questions that you were asking about. Oh, uh, you know what? We'll lead into that. It's not. It, it, this is a narrative that I heard. Do back, feel free to chime in. Do you know anything about baseball? Here and there. Do you know who Mike Trout is? Yeah, of course. Do you know who Mookie Betts is? Obviously. Okay. So there's a narrative out there after last night. This is Mookie Betts' second championship. He won one with the Red Sox and he won one now with the Dodgers. There's a narrative out there because he does so well in the postseason. And he's had re- really good regular season success. He was an AL MVP. And he's probably going to be frontline National League MVP next year. Is Mookie Betts now better than Mike Trout? Oh, oh, that's tough. Is it tough though? Now, mind you, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying my opinion on it. I posted discussion today. The the people who commented all said Mike Trout, but to me, when it comes to Trout, Trout's great. He is going to finish as probably a top ten, top fifteen of all time when the career is all said and done. Probably, then, probably top ten. But then you gotta ask, like, which one of them but is a world champ? Trout has no postseason success. Yeah. Let alone his team doesn't have the success. Wherever yeah. and I noticed where Mookie goes, they win. Yeah. Mookie was on a Red Sox team that won a championship. Obviously they had the whole, you know, cheating scandal, but there's no evidence that they did it during their postseason run. Um and uh And even if they did, dude, he went to the, the Dodgers. Yeah, and then they won a championship the, day, the the year he shows up, and I don't think they win with him on that team. Without him, you mean? It, uh, yeah, without him on that team, I don't think the Do- I think the Dodgers might have actually lost to the Braves. Um, and I don't know. And the thing is, and it's not Mike Trout's fault that his team, that his ownership doesn't get like players involved. Like they they went out, they got Anthony Rendon, who's a really good third baseman, right top. Five in his position easily, and you know they they've tried surrounding Trout with all his talent, and it's just not culminating. And it's not Trout's fault. Trout's doing what he can, but then like 
you know, Mookie was on some so-so Red Sox teams, and they were still winning. Yeah. And then, you know, you obviously you throw in this Dodgers team. The Dodgers are loaded from top to bottom. Offense, defense, pitching. You name it, the, the Dodgers, the Dodgers have it. But he was that that nucleus, that nucleus. Like he's not on this team. They probably do not beat the Braves. Yeah, the Braves are probably going to the World Series. Yeah, his offensive output is like. Now Mookie's had some down years. I think he has like I think two bad years. But even those two bad years, I think he had like two eighty five. Yeah, which is pretty damn good for bad years. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. And he had like I think he had like one injury riddle season. But like you know. It's definitely a debatable topic. Like, people just see, like, oh, my God, Trout can steal bases. Mookie can steal bases. Trout hits home runs. Mookie hits home runs. Trout hits for an average. Mookie can hit for an average. Yeah. Trout's defense. Mookie's got good yeah. defense. Like, they do everything the exact same way. And I think Mookie's starting to close the gap. I, I would probably still put Trout at one. Mookie's closing the gap. It's no longer Trout, everyone else. Now it's Trout, um, Mookie. I would maybe put like Ronald Acuna Jr. from the Braves there. Wow. You know, like those are your guys now. Like these guys are starting to come up. And I might, Ronald Acuna and Mookie Betts is a large gap. Yeah. It's a large gap. And I'm only talking about position players. I, I didn't throw in pitchers in this, but there's a large gap between Mookie and Acuna Jr. But there was a large gap between Trout and second place. Mookie just closed that gap winning another championship. If he comes out next year, bats over 300, hits like 30, 40 bombs, maybe 20 stolen bases, you know, does everything the right way and say they're in the World Series again, I'm ready. And, and Trout has like a, a, a good year. And they still miss the playoffs. There's something wrong there. Yeah, I mean, there's something wrong there. Because if Trout is so good, the way people make him out to be, if Trout's so good, he should be able to lead this team on. He should be able to lead them on. That's what he's made for. But apparently, he isn't. So and like the gap used to be a lot. Like I said, now Mookie has closed that gap. Mookie's closed the gap. Apparently, he surpassed the gap, according to you. No. Oh, yeah, you didn't put your opinion on The question was, are we able to put the, the... Basically, the question was, can we start saying Mookie is better than Mike Trout? I'd say if, if he get if he does all the, the things that you said... Say like, he wins NL MVP next year. Yeah. I think and they go back to... I think, I think he's easily in the conversation. Because, bro, like... The Angels, the, the Angels, Angels, not in the company. Yeah, the Angels, what, didn't they break off Trout like a 400-plus million yeah, dollar he, contract? The oh, thing he got paid. Trout's first mistake was signing that extension. <laughs> he needs to find a way out of L.A. He ain't winning nothing with the Angels. Because yeah. they keep trying to bring people in. Because remember, at one point, it was Trout, Albert Pujols, and Josh Hamilton. That's a squad. Yeah. This is before we knew Josh Hamilton just busted out of the Angels. Like He just failed. They got C.J. Wilson at that point. It was a really good left in the picture. So they had some pieces going. They still couldn't put it together. Yeah. For some reason, wherever Mookie goes, they're winning. They're getting in the playoffs. They're contending for championships. Mookie has an MVP award in the American League. Like, the gap is closing. It's closing yeah. fast. Yeah. If Betts has two, one to two more good years, 
and Trout just can, you know, kind of just does his doesn't, thing, doesn't does his win. thing, doesn't win anything. What what's the difference between we separate Jordan and LeBron's greatness by championships? And why can't we start talking about Betts has two championships? He has an MVP. He does everything that Trout can do. Teams win when he shows up. Why can't we have that conversation now that, like, you know, Betts has the championships. Trout only has the individual accolades. Like, we always, like I said, we separate LeBron and MJ by their rings. Mm. Why, why does the narrative change when it comes to Trout and Betts? As it, do you it comes, now it comes down to Trout's regular season numbers are historic while Betts is great, but Trout is just on another level. I'm like, well... LeBron's putting up numbers. Numbers that are higher than Jordan's. Jordan's are, you know, LeBron's going to pass Jordan, but yet people are still in denial that like Jordan is still the great because he has six rings. That says two, Trout has none. And I think Trout is going to go down as the greatest Major League Baseball player to never win a championship. If he doesn't because win. Because he is locked into that L.A. contract and no one besides like the Yankees or the Dodgers can afford that. Yeah. And, if he becomes and no Yankees, one wants to take that on. Best believe yeah. if he becomes the Yankee, he'll win. It'll be a, a shoo-in. Yeah. But that won't happen because I don't think Carl, they, won't, they won't take that. They'd they have to give that. up so much to get that contract. They won't get rid of that contract. You'd have to give up so much. you have to give up the whole Trent Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole, all affiliates. So, like, that's, like, like why can't we have that narrative? Because I have people commenting, like, delete this. Yeah. As someone saying, no, Trout's regular season, yada, yada, yada. Trout's numbers are this and that, like... Yeah, but it's like, like after a while. Why like, can't we have that discussion? Like yeah, it's, it's it's real. Like he's and I'm not the only one who said it. There is an article and there's a narrative out there that people are starting to think that some people b- believe bets past trout. I'm not there yet personally, but the gap is closing. It like you know, like I said, it was trout. Everyone else now it's trout. Bets is right behind you. Yeah. It's weird, bro. How how like which one of them has been in the league longer? I think they I think they're close to equal service, if I'm not mistaken. Shit. And that could kind of make sense. Maybe because why people don't are so hesitant to give up on trial. I think they have the equal service amount. I'm gonna look it up. But like I I'm kind of like. I see what you're saying, though. Like, why can't we have that narrative now? Also, too, I don't know, because it's like, sometimes you get into that debate where you have guys that are, like, probably the best to ever play at their position. So, let's, I'm going to put this up to you right now. Trout came in in 2011. Wow. From 2011 to 2020, these are his career numbers. He is a career 304 hitter. Come on now. He has 798 RBIs. Oh, my God. 1,380 hits. Jesus. This is not accounting for... You know what? I'm going to go to the baseball reference page because this will probably account for home runs. Okay, so he has 302 career home runs and 798 career RBIs. So remember those. So we're going to... I'm going to do... I'm going to open up another page. Remember <laughs> it. Remember it. Do back. Remember it. You look like someone that would wear easy, you know? Jeez. You say, wear easy? Yeah, how can we not wear easy? Somehow easy. He looks like someone over so, here. So, there's a stat in baseball. It's called war. Wins above replacement. It's the biggest analytical stat they have. That means how many wins are you responsible for your team above your backup? 
And that's like a huge thing in baseball. Trout has a one point. Trout has a one point six WAR. That means his replacement. That means he gets. He's responsible for one more win above his replacement. Betts has a three point four WAR. He's responsible for three wins or more above his replacement. Who's the replacement behind? Uh. So behind, okay, uh, so Trout. so Trout's has. Trout has three more years experience than Betts. Betts broke out in 2014, and Trout broke out in 2011. That's trash. You're out here winning championships for <laughs> multiple teams before <laughs> Trout's sick. Trout be sick of us, Joe. Okay, so in a seven-year period, Name that Betts, fish. Betts, has <laughs> Betts has 155 career home runs to 509 RBIs. Oh, oh, I was like 509 home runs by trial. Like, that's a lot. So, he's almost there. He's about yeah. 250 RBI shy. Yeah. And he's probably on a path of trout. Yeah. The, the river of trout. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you, could, you could possibly make the argument that maybe, like, Betts is probably the better team player. Maybe that would explain why. And Betts had a better year this year. And if we really want to combine... I mean, definitely did. <laughs> so, no, but think about this. So, in a career, right? The career war for Trout is obscene. It's like 74.4. Mm-hmm. Betts is at 45. Okay. And he's going to be... Trout... So, hear this. So, Trout has 1,380 career hits. Betts has 1,029. Trout has 302 career home runs. Betts have 155. So track three years off of Betts' thing. He's more or less... Maybe he's Damn a little, he's, he's a little bit behind the pace. You give him those three years, he could... He could be sniffing that. Yeah. He, he might be in the 200. As a college maybe. scout, I agree. <laughs> he might be He might be like 50 or he might be like 50 home runs shy, but we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. 304 career batting average for Trout... 301 career batting average for Mookie Betts. Is that easy to improve in three years, you think? They are, yeah, if you bat like 333 in the next like three years, mm. you should be fine. But and Betts is doing that. Betts bat like over 300 this year. Trout did. And Trout actually had what we call a down year. But we'll, we'll forget about this year stats-wise because a lot of people's stats were skewed because of COVID and yeah. whatnot. I'll, I'll give that pass away. Um, but I'm going to rest on an error. We're going to move to the next topic. Our shot fantasy football league. <laughs> Why so, do you talk about this? So if everyone remembers from the last show, I don't think Duvac listens because he's not a real fan because uh, he's currently leaving. Oh, yeah, okay. what's up? I'm going to get some wings. What? Wait till after the Wait show. Wait till after the show. Oh, okay. Kick you in the knee. <laughs> crazy. Look Damn. You. you think you got a nice one? You think you these wings are for guests? Oh, Happening. Hell's wrong with you. Are <laughs> you about to just walk out of our podcast, eat, come back, and then yeah. not even know what we're talking about? All right, so this Duvet probably doesn't listen to my podcast. I don't want to do it. What? Come on now. <laughs> All right, so Cap. if everyone remembers, I'm facing Johnny. I was facing Johnny this week, and I was getting a little worried. My fantasy team was not performing just yes. normal. They points. didn't get 100 points. Don't worry. But I still won. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I scored, my team scored 97.82. Johnny's only scored 62. Damn, man. He just, he, just, he Mookie bets to the fuck out of here. All of my starters <laughs> were bye weeks, so. My brother beat James 141 to 85. Nardog beat Heem 139 to 120. Oh, my God. Vlad beat the hell out of Vinny 176 to 144. And G's beat down on Aaron's injured reserve. 103 to 90. Aaron is now on a three-game losing streak. Aaron, I feel for, you. Tied for the longest losing streak in our league right now. I feel you, Aaron. <laughs> so, my surprise to Johnny is, I want Johnny, can you please go on your phone and go to the ESPN Fantasy app, please? What? What is the surprise? I want you to log on to your team right now. Let me know when you're there. I'm under my team. All right. So, what we're going to do today, folks, we're going to fix Johnny's entire fantasy football team. We're going to raid the waiver wire because you can add people freely now. The waiver wire period passed this morning. We're going to start releasing people from Johnny's team. We're going to build a team up for him so he can make that last push because the playoffs are still viable. There's a huge cluster between first and third place. There's a huge cluster. There's, I believe, I put to this point. Let's take a look at the standings. So we have a three-way tie for first now between defending champ Vlad, G's, and my brother Gabe. There is four people in third place. It's Nardog, myself, Vinny, and Aaron. And there's two teams that are one and six: Johnny and James. Yeah, James, I see you. Now Johnny's benefiting from Vinny and Aaron, who are both three and four. He's benefiting. He's still in it. He's two games behind. If we fix his fantasy team now, he can make a run. You never know what can happen. Once he's on a run, we can start doing things. <laughs> so I'm going to go on Johnny's team now. Yeah, the belief is crazy. <laughs> you host a sports podcast and you're one and six. Yeah, well, sometimes we can't win at all. So we're going to fix it. I'm winning a lot. We're doing basketball I'm next. Three, I, I, I'm on a three-game winning streak. Can we get a basketball fantasy league? I would love to, but I don't know how you're doing that either. <laughs> I would do great in that. Give me a break. All right. He would trade Embiid. Good. <laughs> Why do you... You would rather have Embiid over Simmons? All right, I mean, so you'd rather have Simmons over Embiid? All right, so Johnny, here's what we're going to do. What? Look at your team. I am. We're keeping Mahomes. Obviously. We're keeping Andrew. Okay. We're going to drop... Ingram. We're going to drop two of your running backs. Brita and James White have to go. And they're on the bench. I don't care. Drop. They're going to go. What you're going to do is you're going to go on and you're going to you're gonna pick up the Eagles running back, Boston Scott. Wise choice. He's a starter for a little bit with Miles Sanders. Out Wait, who am I picking up? Boston Scott. His name is Boston? Yes. <laughs> All right. Add... And who are you dropping? What do you mean? Like, who'd you, who'd you get rid of? Oh, I dropped them both. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. So you're going to add Boston Scott. Uh-huh. And then you see that guy, uh, Joe Michael Hasty. On my team? No, on, on the, on the, in the waiver wire. No, I don't even see the wa- waiver wire. Mm. I just see players. That's the waiver wire. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> It doesn't say waiver wire anywhere there. That's just how we all 
That, that's fantasy terminology. Oh, okay, okay. So the third guy in the running back versus Hasty? Yeah. Add him. Hastily, I shall. Okay. All right. All right, so who else do you want to get rid of? Rieger. Jalen Rieger? Mm-hmm. All right, so you're going to have to go. We're going to find you another wide receiver. This is just the bench, though. Did we look at the starters? Like Mark Ingram? I mean, we can. you can put Ingram on the bench. Ingram, you don't want to release because he's still a starting running back. Okay. All right, so. Not going to lie. For hot streaks, and he's been on a hot streak lately, developing some chemistry with David Carr. Drop, uh, drop that receiver, Rieger. You're going to add Nelson Aguilar. Have you seen the games he's been putting up? Yeah, makes sense. So now, now that he's left Philly, all of a sudden to make a catch again. Bro, this past week he had five catches, 107 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. He scored. He scored three touchdowns in his last three games. You can get rid of Tua. I'm driving Tua. You want to get rid of Tua? Yeah, I already have uh, Herbert. Yeah, keep Justin Herbert. All right. Mark Evans. Or Andrews or Ty Hilton? No, you can keep those guys. Thurline? Thurline, the kicker? They're a better kicker? Yeah, keep the kicker. But like, your skill position is what you need help with. So let's see. I have an open slot on my team. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and... Should I drop Hooper? No, Hooper's going to come back. He's only after like another week. Yeah, okay. I was looking at that. So, where do you think you benefit from the most, running back or wide receiver? Running back. My running back never do shit. All right. So, David Montgomery's right there on top. You're going to add him. He's serviceable. He'll get you some points. He's a good... You want to build up your depth. Oh, I have to drop someone, even though I have an open spot. Let me see. Instead of claim, instead of pick up or add. Yeah, because he, he's a Friday one because I released him today. Okay, so then let's do the right, right. receiver. So now, okay, so by the way, that Bears defense is Basuda. Well, I don't think there's any other defense available. Rams. Rams defense has been playing really well this week. And another one you're going to, well, honestly... Honestly, the Chargers defense against Denver this week could be really good. Honestly, we'll just do Rams. I think they're the best available. So we're going to flip-flop your whole lineup. Mm -hmm. So Boston Scott's starting. Okay. We're going to put him in for Ingram. Yep. We'll keep Melvin Gordon in there because I think he's starting. Let's see. T.Y. hasn't done a lot. You're going to want to put... We'll put Aguilar in. So right there, you have a pretty decent... A pretty decent lineup. Now, on Friday, you're getting two new players. Mm -hmm. On Friday, you're going to switch the Bears defense for the Rams defense. Get you some more points. Gotcha. All right, so... <clears throat> We're going to do our last topic, which is why we brought Dude back in here. Oh. This past week, it was a UFC pay-per-view. 
with Khabib v. Igor Nurmagomedov against just like Gaith, right? Gaethje. Gaethje? Yeah. And Khabib, one of the best fighters to ever grace the octagon, undefeated. His father passed away due to COVID during like peak coronavirus, like March, April. And he always fought with his father, his father. His father no longer walked him, obviously, to the cage. He fought, he won, and at the end, he dropped his gloves in the octagon and called it quits. He retired, baby. He's done. Yeah. Dubek, your thoughts? Um, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, I guess, like, unfortunate. Because I felt like, I think the guy who kind of said it the best was Daniel Cormier when he said it, it just stinks when you see somebody who's at the top of their game and they have so much left to give because he wasn't old. No, he's young. Yeah, he was still. How many fights in the UFC? Only like 12 or something like that? Or. No, he's, he's, like, he's like 29 and 0 now. Yeah, right? 29. In the UFC? No, in the, he, in the UFC. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, I asked UFC. I know his uh, career he had around that. He, uh, he came to the UFC in 2011, dude. It's really crazy to think that he's been in the, the UFC that long. And it's because they rarely fight in this way. Well, just too, because like, I, I remember seeing him fight. The first fight I ever saw him in was against Abel Trujillo. Mm hmm. And he just absolutely dominated that fight from start to... I think he set, like, a UFC record for, like, most takedowns landed in a single fight. I think he suplexed Abel, like, 15 times in one fight. Yo, you suplexed me three times in one fight, I'm out. I'm tapping out. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I'm just going to be like, yeah, never mind. Well, yeah, it, it, was, it was sad because originally I thought his original plan was he was going to get to 33-0 and then retire. But Is that the record? I don't, I don't know why 30, to be honest with you, I have no idea why 33. 33 sounds a little specific, but it, like. That's just something you thought of? No, it's, I guess it, I don't know. Is that something they said? Like that's was... what Khabib said. He said he wanted to get to 33 and then stop. I guess because that was going to be like the last fight. Might be his favorite number. Yeah, I mean, could be. It could be anything for that man. Maybe his age or something, I don't know. Yeah, he got to, so, I mean, what, 29 now? That's still good, I mean. You know, there's never. I don't think there's gonna be another fighter that does that ever again. The closest was like when Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva. I think Chris Weidman upset him, right? Yeah, Anderson Silva was like sixteen and zero in the UFC, like undefeated in the UFC, had not lost a single fight, and then he goes in and fights Chris Weidman, gets knocked out, and has kind of been fumbling ever since, unfortunately. But I think that's just age, you know. So do you think that? Khabib will ever get that itch to fight no. again? Or you think no. it's a definitely... I think it's done. I think it's a done deal. And DC kind of said it best. Usually when you have a guy that's that... It's like Henry Cejudo. Usually when you have a guy that's that good at what he does and that um, skilled, when they say they're not going to come back, nine times out of ten, they're not going to come back. I mean, I know there's the example of MJ. MJ retired, like, what, twice? I mean, look, at, look at Connor. Yeah, on but, Twitter he said twice that he's retiring, and now he yeah, but now I, he's booked in January to fight uh, yeah. Dustin Poirier in a rematch. But I think that's different. I think Connor and Khabib are like just two different people. Connor is like, you know, Khabib's. I think the difference is Khabib loves UFC and just all just combat sports. Yeah, Connor loves the 
fame and notoriety. Yeah. He's good. Like, the, the passion, the passion for Connor to me, is not there. He does it for the paycheck. Khabib does it because he loves yeah, this like that, sport. That's been his life since he was, like, five. He was really yeah. wrestling bears. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did he actually wrestle bears? Yes. Yeah. There's videos on YouTube. If you literally just look up Khabib Nurmagomedov wrestling a bear, you'll find a video of Young him Khabib. as a child wrestling a bear. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I told someone then they were laughing at me. I'm like, no, no I, you think, I think that's a real story. It is, yeah. It was a real video. Because they talked about it all it the time during like, like, like interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. But do you yeah. think you'll have like, any, like, anything to do with the UFC or maybe train a future fighter? He already has guys that are coming out of his camp. I can't remember any of their names, to be honest with you. But he has guys right now, really good guys, that are coming out of his camp that he's probably, if I had to guess, that's probably where he's going to focus a lot of his attention on the next, you know. I feel like he's probably... I think you can't just leave the sport. Like, even again, basketball, when you retire, you may take, like, maybe two or three years off, focus on your family. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, a team comes calling saying, hey, you know, we have an assistant coaching vacancy or maybe, like, a special advisor to the GM. You know, would you like to, you know... Maybe do this. Yeah. I just feel like a decent at it. Like, if you were like a decent ball player, you're probably going to get the callbacks. Like, hey, you want to, like, maybe yeah. come and sit on the bench with us and, like, maybe be, like, a like a special advisor with a coach or something like that. Like You mean, like, uh, what's that? Like Sam Cassell. Or, uh, what's Cassell's that? a decent ball player. What's that? What's now that? he's with the Sixers. What's that dude Udonis has on oh, the Heat? Hey, man, that, that dude's a 305 legend, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, like, bro. People, he's gonna be a coach for the Heat in the future. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I think after Spolstra, I think uh, Haslam's the next guy. Yeah, you saw the way he was talking to him when they were down with those first. Haslam is what loyalty is, man. He's been with one franchise his whole career. Yeah. He never once decided to leave. He's got three championships. Yeah, that's what waiting it out does. Hey, he was a. He was. He was a. Key vital part of that team with LeBron Steel. and Steel. No, I'm talking about the the Shaq, Gary Payton, Antoine Walker team with D with a young D Wade. And talking, Jen, you're and, talking uh, old. Jay Will. He was he Donis Hazen was our sixth man that year. Yeah. Even Payton off the bench, man. Woo. Yeah, but no, I don't think I don't see Payton. So you think like no matter what, like we'll never see a company. I mean, you gotta you always gotta give yourself room to be wrong. But I just because I I like to what think does, that what maybe, does he have left to prove? Nobody's nothing. gonna come close to that record. Nobody <sighs> like it's it that's like some shit that twenty retiring undefeated is like an anomaly in MMA. It's not like boxing, you know, where it's like you could fight like Floyd. Yeah, you could fight. You could fight. I don't know twenty five shitheads. Throw in maybe five or six really elite guys, and then ten really medium level guys, and then you'll you'll end your career. Fighting a fucking MMA fighter, you know? And before that, you fought, like, a tomato can-ass Andre Berto. And that was your retirement. Ah. Andre Berto, that, bro, when when it was announced that that was going to be Floyd's last ever boxing match, I was like, you got to be shit. Are you serious? Like, I don't know if he's doing that as a personal favor to Andre Berto, but it's like, bro, come on now. Andre Berto? Andre Berto was one and two going into that fight. Like, the last, the last... Imagine that guy, right? That guy's like, yeah, like... Floyd's last fight, like one of the best to ever do it. That was his last fight. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, some random Joe Schmo. Like, like, not even like. Fuck? Not even like out, fight. Out not even, fight. Not yeah. even like a rematch with Canelo Alvarez. Like, just a, uh, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, that, focus, was, honestly, honestly, you know that last win? Me. Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know, in all honesty, if Nello fights Mayweather now, I think Canelo kicks his ass. Oh, 100%. He fought, no, he fought Canelo when Canelo was a little too raw. And, he, was still and, really, he was still really young, and I think Canelo was just a little in over and, his head. And now that Canelo's on this hot streak that he's on, and put him in that ring, and he, I, I'm not going to lie, it won't be a... Floyd goes in as a favorite, but I bet you Vegas betting odds it won't be like it won't be it won't be a wide margin. Like it's gonna like people are gonna talk about like you know Nello could possibly do this. And the other thing to keep in mind too is when they first fought, when they first fought, Floyd made Canelo move down, and Canelo's a naturally big big guy. Like that's why that's they took Floyd. Like Floyd will only fight on his terms. Yeah, which, it's, like, it's like it's like playing on rookie and yeah. Madden. Like, <laughs> I'll only play you, but we have. But to hey, man, out. hey, man, you know what? That's kind of that kind of speaks to Floyd's mentality. Like Floyd wants to win. Like at the end of the day, but like don't you want to f- give yourself a challenge? Like maybe no, nah, well, no, because win. maybe because, game, maybe game nah, fifty because, pounds. Because you know that at the end of the day, they're only going to remember the record. Yeah, or not, or not even that. It. Like if you're, I think Khabib has gone down in weight classes and gone up, and nah, he's still right? actually yeah, yeah, because Khabib's yeah, about it. Khabib, I think. Fought at welterweight at one point in time. Yeah, and he's still saying. because he's, he's about still it. It's two different men. He's but still one. They're going to be remembered as undefeated each. Yeah, I'm saying, but give yourself that challenge though, like. Yeah, yeah. but he didn't want to. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, because the thing is, like, that's crap to if you. Me, if why don't you want to? Because if you're somebody, because you know that no one's going to care. Yeah, you, no, no one's going to care what you're saying. The thing give yourself is, a challenge. No one's going to ask was it challenging. They're going to look at the record books and be like, Floyd Money Mayweather, forty nine and zero. Crazy, <laughs> ridiculous. That's all they're gonna see. They're not gonna well, you go back and look at the th- the, which ones were the, all. The these thing fights. is, like, if we're talking, if somebody just touts Floyd's record as like, yeah, bro, he's like the best because he's forty nine and zero. I, bro, like Julio Cesar Chavez was eighty seven and zero before he fought. Uh, fucking, I think it was Meldrick Taylor. Yeah, his first fight with Meldrick Taylor, he was eighty seven and zero. Right, eighty seven and zero. Like, that's almost unheard of in boxing right now. Okay? You just had to take L eventually. Yeah. You, you keep fighting, you're going to take L eventually. That's yeah. how it goes. And the thing, the thing with Floyd is, too, if you're somebody that really values winning, you're always going to put yourself in whatever position it takes to, to have sure. the odds most well stacked in your favor. You know what I mean? That's why it is like when... To me, I think you... To me, I, and, and my, my thing is, like, if I really want to be the best, I'm going to go to, like, maybe... One weight class above yeah. or one weight class below. I want to fight your best one in that weight class, just to see. I want. I want to beat him. Yeah. Like, I want to beat him. Like, hey, like if I if I'm a college football team, I want to go into Alabama and beat Alabama. Yeah. Like, I want to go do that. I yeah. want to go to USC. I want to go play in Los Angeles and beat USC. Like, I want to go to. At LSU and beat the Tigers in Baton Rouge. Like you want those moments. Like, do you think I care about if I go if I'm LSU and I go beat like Chattanooga University? <laughs> you think I, you think I care about that? <laughs> no, but they and care. You want, but you they care think, if they go and, and, to, and, to, and to your point, and to your point, like LSU, they're not gonna remember that I beat Chattanooga. They're gonna remember that I beat. Yeah. They they're not they're not gonna remember like exactly how it beat Chinese, but they're just gonna remember like oh yeah they beat him like sixty three to nothing. Yeah. Like that's not that's not like because after a while people that's not like, oh my god yeah after a while now if I go to Bama and I win like forty nine to thirty one that's a statement like I went in there and I knocked out the champion 
Like if I want to go to Clemson and beat Trevor Lawrence, yeah, that's the champion right now. Yeah, not not necessarily the champion because LSU won last year, but like Trevor Lawrence is the top guy. Yeah, why don't why can't I if I have an opportunity to go face the top guy, I'm gonna go face the top guy. Yeah, yeah but that's you. That's not Florida. But that's just that's that's the but my that's that should be every sportsman's mentality. Don't you, like Rick Flair said in order to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Yeah. But in yeah, all fairness, you're like Floyd's I mean, wrestling tells you he's gonna win before you <laughs> win. No, but like it's a true, but it's a true. In wrestling, you had to talk to the real man yeah. to make sure you became the man to then yeah. beat the man out there. No, but that's an honest quote though. Like in order to be the man, you gotta, you gotta beat, beat the man. man. Yeah. Like, if, you wanna, if you want to, you want to. It doesn't have. When Vince wrote that for him, bro, he was on fire. No, that was a real. <laughs> no, nah, like he wasn't even in Vince's promotion when that when that was said. Um. That's an honest quote. Yeah, and, it, and it doesn't matter like what you represent. If it's wrestling, which is stage, boxing, NASCAR, like it doesn't matter. Like, that was a real quote that every athlete I've seen them use before. You want to beat them and you gotta beat the man. But yeah, but I mean that's just but how Floyd it is. Didn't want to. But that's to be, but to be, to, be, to, be, to me, to me, that's just like to you, be, to be. The, that just means so you, that, that that just means you don't agree with Floyd's here's, mentality. Here's the thing. No, because here's the thing. To be fair, Floyd did. Floyd's beat. mentality is on playing rookie and matter. He did. Yeah. He, he, and he okay, so it. that's he the thing. Like, Floyd beat some of the pound for pound best fighters in the world. It's just what people gripe against him about is the way. He goes about it like the fact that he waited out Pacquiao for five years because he knew that there was a chance he could lose. Yes, until Pacquiao, Pacquiao hit a certain age. And yeah, Pacquiao was hurt in that fight. Exactly. Oh yeah, dude, he, he had, tore his shoulder. He had, like, Floyd knew his shoulder was, was gone. Like he had, he was fighting. Floyd that, knew what he was doing. He he was fighting that fight with one like one shoulder. I can't do it. Floyd knew what was up. Yeah. All right, Johnny. We're gonna. This is more of a longer podcast. It is bold prediction time. Oh, prediction. Ladies and gentlemen, unlike Duvac, this is a world where one day Khabib comes out of that cave oh. and he smells a challenge. Damn. I believe one day Khabib will come back and fight. May not be next year or five years, but we'll see. That's actually one bold prediction I can agree with. I think I'll, I'll bounce off Johnny. I think Khabib will see a fighter that he wants to fight. He's going to take the fight. Not you, John Jones, or Joe Jones. Or... No, he can't fight that. John, John Jones, <laughs> John Jones is not you, buddy. Not you. <laughs> no, like, like somewhere like within like within his weight, he will go in and fight him. Yeah. All right, until then, shut up. Shut up! And listen.